Is inflation taking a bite out of your grocery budget? Andrews Federal Credit Union is here to help. Introducing our Inflation Buster Share Certificate with 5% APY for seven months, now through December 2nd. Bring your money to Andrews Federal Credit Union today. The Inflation Buster account must be open with new money. Andrews Federal Credit Union membership is not just for the military. We also serve the community. Visit andrewsfcu.org. Federally insured by NCUA. Membership eligibility required. APY equals annual percentage yield. Must have $1,000 minimum balance to earn advertised APY. Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rally security. And now, with no further ado, welcome to Out of the Abyss. Last week, in Out of the Abyss, the party Victoria the Yanti, Shrugar the Bugbear, Leld Deep Gnome, and Vigorn the Drow started off their adventure prisoners. No items, no weapons, no nothing. They're forced by guards to do various unpleasant chores. Fellow prisoners shared an idea of how to escape. The prison was attacked by strange creatures, which created a distraction, and the party made a break for it. They ran into a drow along the way. Victoria was knocked out in combat. Leld cast Cure Wounds, and Victoria was back on her feet. That is where we find ourselves this evening. Now, Madam DM, I hand it off to you. Excellent. Thank you, Tintin. All right. So, when we last left off, we were on the larger map, but I brought us into our more zoomed-in room, where we are in the Shrine to Lolth. Uh, there was a bit of a spook, and there... It, what appears to be a giant spider is actually just a statue there as part of the shrine. And as Tintin noted, uh, Asha Vandry, the drow, a priestess working under the, the head priestess, uh, Ilvara, has spotted you all and run off. And so we are now in uh, a bit of a tense situation where Asha has run off and escaped. We have... Uh, Demons attacking the compound, and you all are in the process of looking for your weapons and items in Ilvara's chambers. And so here we are in the map. I'm going to turn a little bit of music on. And we didn't get banned by Spotify, so... (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. All right, so um, what would you all like to do next? Um, has anyone seen my my, my uh, thieves' tools? I, I need them for, for casting. Concentrate. I, I need my lucky pliers and the little stick with the mirror, that sort of thing. Do you think they're in here? Yeah, let's look around and maybe we can find something. Veld, thank you very much for what you did back there. Yeah, don't worry about it. Okay, I won't. <laughs> um, now, DM, I believe, I believe this like tower structure that we're in was like three stories. We're at the top, we're in the middle, and I f- think we were aiming for the bottom where the chest was 
So there, uh, you're not sure how many floors there are when you entered previously when you first got here. Um, you know, just by looking at it, it looks like you're entering in, at the top layer and there's a door leading downwards. And when you came to visit Ilvara, you know you went down one level. And you recall seeing another door, uh, but you didn't go down any further. So at least two levels when you saw another another door below. Is this the, uh, the way down? It is, yes. And um, you hear the large fish-like creature, because yes, there, there, of course there are some NPCs following you. Um, Shusar, the uh, Kuatoa, uh, the kind of, like I said, large fish-like creature, he, uh, he says... We should probably hurry. I imagine the guards are distracted, but they may come to search for us. Well, let's go then. That would be most unpleasant. All right, so you head down the door into the next room. And you should be appearing in on another level. And when you arrive, uh, you see the little spinning loading screen. When you arrive, um, you head down the, the rope ladder into this open chamber, which you were in before. Um, and now you can see it in a little bit more detail with no one else in the room and uh, not currently being in shackles. Um, the walls are hung with this black mesh that looks like spider webs all across the room. Uh, and they're extending from the central spot, spot on the ceiling out uh, towards the walls. And then they drape downward like curtains. And across the floor, you can see these thick woven mats, um, a low platform with cushions and pillows that, that make this um, bed for Ilvara. And you see on the side of the chamber, there's a table with some chairs um, and this small shrine to Lolth draped in white silk. And you can see that there's a heavy chest of black Zirkwood sitting uh, in the room. Oof, open the chest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so uh, Shrugar runs up to the chest immediately, spotting it, uh, noticing it previously. Um, I would like you to make a constitution saving throw. Awesome, awesome. A 16. Excellent. Um, so you go to open the chest and you realize it is uh, still locked. And there's a mechanism uh, that gets set off when you try to um, open up the chest and a dart suddenly shoots out and pierces you. Uh, you fortunately... Um, let's see. You resist the poison that tries to seep through your body, and uh, you manage to resist any sort of harm. 
Uh, but the chest oh, is still of a bitch. <laughs> Hurry up! They'll be here any moment. Either someone can finagle this, or give me something big and heavy. <laughs> uh, let me come over, and with I will try to use my zerk wood uh, thing and see if I can pick the lock. That's uh, all possible. All right. With sleight of hand. Yeah, go ahead and you use your uh, zerk wood toothpick-like piece of wood. Wooden, well, not wood, but uh, fungus. Very mm -hmm. similar to wood. Can Victoria Does anybody uh, wish help? to assist? Yes. All right, Victoria guides you with some uh, words of wisdom, and you roll with advantage. Uh, yes, and it's a good thing you rolled with advantage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you uh, finagle with the lock, and you manage to uh, open it up. And so you pull open the lid to the chest, and within it, fortunately, you all see your valuables. Um, any of the items, your spell books, components, um, armor, all of your items are now um, here. And so you quickly uh, can go ahead and put those different items on. Um, you also happen to see that there are some uh, different silken garments, some personal items. Uh, it looks like there is a headdress that does appear to be worth some money, approximately 50 gold pieces. And there is a drawstring bag inside with two potions inside. And they look like they contain red swirling liquid. Um, you also find a small leather purse that contains 24 gold pieces, 30 silver, uh, as well as a small moonstone worth 20 gold pieces. And you notice this spare pouch that looks like it's got some random components in them, and you gather that it probably belongs to Ilvara, and she just happened to store some of her extra components in the chest as well. How big and roughly heavy is this chest? <laughs> hmm. The chest probably feels about 40 pounds. Oh, everyone, grab your weapons, and I'm taking the chest. Done. It's on my shoulders. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Thank that you. was probably a little light, given the fact that it was holding all of your many, many items, but that's okay. We'll go with it. All God, right. Even if it's 100 pounds, I don't care. <laughs> uh, Vigorn has... Armor will take time. <laughs> um, Vigorn has taken his thieves' tools, and he's, you know, unwrapped the satchel, and he has it on the floor, and he's counting every single piece to make sure he has every... Oh, yes, yes, mm -hmm, yes, yes. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. oh yes. Oh, you yes. Can count later. Yes. We need to move. Oh, oh. okay. Yeah, ponder later. Let's go. And uh, just as Victoria says that, you hear the sound of footsteps on the floor above you. Oh, they're already here. Well, wait, is that the other slaves escaping? Hopefully it's them do, being a buffer. <laughs> do they sound heavy and oppressive, or do they sound like they're somebody trying to get to, away with their lives? Um, and <laughs> uh, Boopido, the uh, 
Darrow, um, who's been with you before, says, uh, we're all here. I don't know what you're talking about. We're not up there. Uh, and you listen carefully in. It sounds like just one set of foot footsteps um, above you. Well, then be quiet, Boobadabepo, or whatever your name is. Yeah, everyone shush as we quietly open the next trap door to GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are you are you going to go down, or, or what would you like to do next? Just just stay put. I'm going to start by opening it and see if I get stuck with something again. <laughs> okay. All right. So you uh, carefully lift the door uh, heading downwards and uh, you see some faint light down there. Um, it looks like another potential living quarters. You just kind of quickly peek and, and see some like pillows and things like that. Uh, but nothing comes and attacks you with the opening of the door. Works for me. Uh, take a quick look around. Anything else valuable, important looking to snag? And if not, down we go. Uh, you do happen to notice on the side table that there is a small mirror there, and it looks like it's worth about uh, 10 gold pieces or potentially more if you can find a buyer for it. We'll just say, I guess, for ale purposes, you did find a buyer, and it's worth <laughs> 50 gold pieces. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sweet, in the chest it goes. <laughs> and and by the way, I'm taking just quick notes on, since we have to track the gold, uh, the things that you find for gold, gold selling purposes. Mm -hmm. All right. And that is it in the room. All right, so down we go. Okay. All right, you and the other prisoners scramble downwards into another room. And it is lush down here. It looks like someone who really likes to live in luxury. Pillows adorn the floors of all various colors and shapes and sizes. There's uh, some food left over on the table, um, some fine wine and cheeses. And uh, this, you, you uh, gather that this might be uh, Shore's quarters. He was the uh, shirtless, uh, handsome one who was making eyes with Ilvara. Um, throughout your visit here, your visit, throughout your imprisonment here. <laughs> so um, you uh, notice in addition to the living arrangements that there is a chest in the room as well. Um, Victoria will pull out her lockpicks and her thieves tools and try to start opening it. All right. And I will assist. All right, go ahead and make your check with advantage. Ooh. And I forget how we did this last time. Um, actually, before you do that, zoop, another poison needle shoots out at you, and I'd like you to make a constitution saving throw. Nice. Excellent. You also resist the poison. Both uh, you and Shrugar uh, have incredible strength after being in prison here for some time, and yeah, poison, it's got nothing on you. Mm. <sighs> okay. 
Um, so for thieves tools, I'm proficient with them. So it's 2d20 um, plus, plus proficiency. Proficiency plus dexterity? Or just proficiency? I think it's just proficiency. Some classes get extra stuff to it later, but. Uh, right, yeah, just dex. Or, I'm sorry, um, proficiency, I believe. Hmm. That's not bad. 15, all right. How's, and... uh, how's Vagorn getting plus five then? I probably rolled over much. I, you know, oh, I rolled a sleight of hand. You did a sleight Apologize. of hand. Oh, gotcha. So it would have been, uh, it would have oh, been a, a plus two. So it would have been a, uh, uh, a, 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 18 instead of a 21. Uh, that would have still been fine. Okay. Okay. And then with your 15, uh, that also, uh, just pops open the chest. You struggle with the lock for a little bit, but manage to finagle it open. Um, inside you see that there is a pewter pitcher and some matched goblets for some good uh, good times partying uh, worth about one gold as well as I just want to write this down um, you also find Shore's personal items there's some uh, clothing um, uh, a small purse you open up containing 20 gold pieces there's a very uh, seductive-looking black velvet mask with silver thread stitched in this spiderweb pattern across it, and that is worth 25 gold. Um, you see that there's a set of bone dice, and there are these elvish characters uh, engraved on them worth 10 gold pieces. And then you also see a small black velvet bag with a spider-shaped onyx brooch worth 50 gold and a flask of strong syrupy blue liqueur and that's worth 10 gold pieces alright shiny stuff close the lid pick it up let's go (laughs) (laughs) the liqueur is uh, drinkable if anyone is interested alright so uh, that's all you find in the chest Wait, and we're on the bottom floor now, right? That's right. Is there any door or exit? Uh, You look around and you don't see anyone. Or don't see anyone. You don't see any other entrances or exits. Uh, Victoria will start just basically tearing through the room uh, and then point at the walls and say to find a way out. So she's going to try to, like, search for anyone or anything in the room. That might be interesting. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead and make a perception check. Ooh. Nice. All right. 
with a natural 20, you comb through every inch of the room. It's not terribly large, so you're able to go through it uh, quickly. You know that you're in a hurry. Uh, there's a lot of activity going on around you, and even though you're a bit further into the stalactite, you can still hear rustling and the sound of shouting above you. Um, you thoroughly comb the room and you see that there is no way other than going back up the way you came and it looks like you all are trapped here at the bottom of the stalactite I keep forgetting that whole ceiling thing um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's unfortunate well I um, guess only one way up guys or we could wait and see if uh, we could wait this out and maybe they'll calm down and we could leave uh, after taking them out one by one or something. I don't know. Or we could rush. <laughs> Do we yeah, as we're discussing this, I'm putting on my armor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, we, we'll assume that you all are kind of putting on your armor throughout this whole discussion so you can all get uh, equipped. Victoria will check. Th- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Be- no, I was just going to ask if we heard the hear the the commotion above us like we were before we came down. As Make a perception check. Ooh. Another natural twenty. Wow. Hey. Nice. That just... <laughs> Um, you lulled, uh, while everyone else has been running around trying to look for things, you've been paying attention to your surroundings and making sure that uh, nobody's coming into the room or, or looking out for any noises. Um, you were paying particular attention to the footsteps that you heard earlier. It sounded like uh, they had exited the room but then you're starting to hear noises a little bit louder and a little louder. And you are now hearing footsteps on the floor right above you. Well, just one set similar to above. Okay. I think we'll have company soon. Should we try to lure them down? Or should we try to... I mean, if we're climbing up one by one, we'd be stuck. Someone will be stuck up there alone, at least for a moment. You uh, hear a voice. I think I hear something down there. I'm going to check it out. Okay, that's it all set. The trap door opens up ahead of you and... A head starts to poke down. Uh, And I need everyone to run initiative, or roll initiative. Hello. Shrugger reaches up with his extra large arms and pulls him in. (laughs) (laughs) And I rolled it. I will roll. I forgot to select my token the first time. I forgot how to use computers. I initially rolled a 17, so you want me to, you can put me at 17 if you'd like. Okay, you're 17 and you're 21 loud. Yep. I have to roll. 
Then Vigon, 17. All right. Shrugar, you are up. All right. Uh, so this is a drow that just stuck his head down, right? That's right. Yes, you see a familiar guard with the same uh, garb that walks around patrolling the area. Yeah, I'm trying to remember which one this is. So this wasn't one of the henchmen. This was just one of those asshole guards. This looks like standard guard. Yeah, the you know, not one of the uh, the head ones. Okay, okay. I would like to greet him uh, with the pointy end of my sword. Okay. We wouldn't by chance have it. No, we wouldn't. Okay, yes, a 15 does hit. And that is for seven piercing damage. Ugh. The guard uh, looks like that that was a pretty heavy blow um, and is feeling the pain. Come here. <laughs> Anything else you want to do? Uh, I'm trying to think if I have a bonus action. I don't think I do. Yeah, no, that looks like the enemy. All right. Um, Leld will set down the, the pitcher of wine that he found and he's been drinking from hmm. and um, he'll look at at the drow coming down the ladder and just start shouting and be like hey you you call that climbing that's pathetic you're the you're the least physically adept drow I have ever seen <laughs> and cast vicious mockery on oh rough um, just out of curiosity what, what was the uh, wine you were drinking Oh, whatever. The big, well, I would say the biggest container, but uh, Leld is also very small, so maybe like <laughs> the biggest that he could pick up <laughs> with one hand or something. Just All right, anything gotcha. off the table. Anything off the table, got it. So it's just, just chugging a little while he's uh, mm -hmm. running in and, and doing battle. Excellent. So there's a wisdom save, DC 12. Pretty high number. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> you know what you read? And he saves, he shrugs off and, and laughs at your ridiculous mockery <laughs> um, and kind of giggles to himself. I guess I'll take like, a couple steps over here. Okay. All right. And Vigorn. Uh, Vigorn is going to point at him with uh, his finger that's wearing his fairy mushroom ring. And he is going to cast, uh, he's going to do... Um, his ball lightning attack, Ooh. which uh, I guess uh, he must make a... I don't know if you have that on my character sheet. I don't think you do. But uh, he has to make a... Okay. Let me copy this. I'll put it in the chat. I don't believe you have that. So, here we go. Sec. There we go. Oh, oh. All right. So... Uh, I'm going to put, I'm going to expend two charges and create one, uh, three foot light diameter spear of lightning. Mm. And 
uh, he has to. Uh, let's see. It's right next to him at the bonus action. When a creature other than you comes within five feet of the spear, the spear just charges. So he's within five feet. I don't know if he has to come or if. I don't know how to rule that. Um, he has to make a DC 15 dexterity saving. I would say just being in the realm of, of the sphere would cause the effect. Okay. All right, so a dex saving throw. Mm-hmm. Ooh, an 18. Good for us. Ah. All right. So he dodges the uh, the spit of lightning that comes shooting yeah. out. And uh, nothing happens. No half damage. I don't believe. Let me just... Yeah, no, 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 even half damage. Saber suck. <laughs> yeah. All right. That was my action. So it says on a failed save, the creature takes lightning damage based on the number of spheres you created. Okay. So does that yeah. mean if you create like three spheres, he takes three lightning? Yeah, you're right. Uh, on a failed save, the creature takes lightning damage based on the number of spheres. Uh, I guess he takes one lightning damage because right. I created one. If he had yeah. failed, it would have done forty twelve, which was what I was really hoping. Yeah, that's that's the uh, the dream. All right, so he feels a, a little spark of electric uh, electric energy, shakes his hand. All right, Vigorn, any anything else for you? No. Okay, and next up is Victoria. Um, okay, so they're on the ground. Uh, have they climbed down? Uh, they've like started to climb down and, and, and noticed all of you, so they're, they're up at the top of the ladder. So that sphere is like above the ground, Vigor? Uh, it was above the ground. Um, it, it, um, uh, each sphere appears in unoccupied space you can see within 120 feet of it. So I assume that I can appear in the air. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just open. I don't want to be close, right? <laughs> yep. No, no. Okay. Um, so Victoria will uh, kind of uh, turn away from her very uh, shiny, sharp sword and reach into her pocket and pull something out and extend her hand towards the straw. And um, I need a con save. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and still oh. just saves. <laughs> yep. That's probably fine. <laughs> oh All my right. goodness. Uh, Kalinar is just bobbing and weaving and, and uh, impervious to all the many attacks, despite being last in the initiative list. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kalinar is just so adept. Uh, uh and notices the sparkling ball of lightning um, along with all the many of people here uh, in the room and is going to unleash his hand crossbow um, Victoria he looks over at you feeling uh, since you were the last person to attack him and takes a shot. 
Oh, with a nat 20. Oh my god. Oh jeez. It's going down again. I also need you to make a con saving throw. Although I believe that uh, based on your hit points, you may not even need to make the constitution saving throw. Did Ben have to stop away? Oh, he's on mute. Yeah, Ben, you're on mute. Oh, he, he may have had to step away. All right, we'll, we'll have that uh, exciting revelation for him once he gets back here. All right. Good night, fair princess. <laughs> and uh, Kalinar feels pretty good about that and is going to just book it out of the room onto the next level. And you watch him disappear into the next room. Right. Um, I didn't really want to remove him from initiative. Let me put him back in there. I forget what the value was, but I know he was last. Okay. Yeah, I think it was around seven. All right. So um, he gets out of the room. And it is Sugar's turn. Uh, son of a... Uh, Alright. <clears throat> Drop the chest and... Because uh, I'm pretty sure there's a healing potion or two in there. And uh, yell at everyone, help her out. And I am just going to skedaddle up that freaking ladder and catch that little bastard. <laughs> Alright. And you have a speed of 30 feet... And so you climb up over the ladder, and yes, you see Kalinar um, up on the next floor, just kind of uh, look and, and sees you climbing up the ladder and looks behind him. Uh, you're, you're about, we'll say, 20 feet away. Do I see any other hostels on this floor? No, you only see the one. Um, you, you've got enough movement to get in melee if you want to do that. Oh, well, yes, yes, I would love to do that. <laughs> All right. So you rush in. I am not done with you. All right. And you take a swing and that does connect. Uh, for nine piercing damage. Nice. Uh, with your D6... Uh, plus three, Kalinar falls over, and Phil is fallen to your blade, and he is gone. Sweet. Um, okay, and that ends combat for the moment. <laughs> Lelda would run up and try to find uh, the red swirling potion in the in the chest. Okay, you grab the red potion and uh, take a little sip, and it does, in fact, seem to be a healing potion. Cool. Then I would uh, tilt Victoria's head back, open her mouth, and try to pour the healing potion in there. 
Okay. By the way, the skull uh, is like perfectly over her face in, in the token. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. And so you provide the healing potion. Six. Oh. oh right. Um, it's like a D four plus something. Give me one sec. Victoria, you must be very careful. It's very dangerous in this prison. <laughs> Uh, 2d4 plus 2. Oh god, how do I roll just straight dice in here? Oh, at the bottom. Oh yeah, Ben, um, are you back? I am. Um, the guard, uh, got a really good nat 20 against you. Was it a nat 20? Yeah, I think it was. It was a critical yeah. Wow, <laughs> another nat 20? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, you died, and you're back now with wow. a, a healing potion at this moment from Leld. But uh, uh, Shrugar killed uh, the guard on the next floor. We gotta work on this a little bit, but we're, we're alive. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, Shrugger will quick uh, if he sees that Victoria's being tended to, then he'll quickly loot this uh, Drez body and come back down and grab the chest and say, let's move up up the floor. Alright. Um, yeah, you take a look at the guard's body, and you don't really see anything very interesting. Just some little scraps of food, um, some crumbles, and, and basically the, the armor he has on him. Sweet. So, okay. So, looking for if you want to be or anything. If you want to uh, be annoying, we can sell his weapon for half price. Eh? Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Maybe up to DM. Most yeah. monster weapon and armor are considered uh, not good enough to sell. So, <laughs> it depends. <laughs> That's true. That is a real pain. <laughs> <laughs> well, with um, the new rules, though. <laughs> any, any yeah, guys, with the new rules. Look, I'm just saying, with the new rules, anything you find in the monster stat block is technically sellable. <laughs> oh, don't get me wrong, I've done it for players when the module screws them for money. <laughs> now, you did mention keys, however. Yes, uh, you looked extra thoroughly and you did happen to notice uh, there there is uh, a set of keys in the, po- in the pockets. Um you assume one there's not a ton of them but uh one probably goes to the the massive cell that you were all trapped in earlier well you never know when a set of keys in a place like this might come in handy so they're ours now (laughs) and do we hear anything else up above us uh make another perception check All right, um, you are on the second floor. You hear uh, another voice. Um, I heard something. And uh, another set of footsteps on the floor above you. That's it. This is ridiculous. I'm getting in the back of the room. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to kick the body down the trap door and uh, close that and then uh, everyone hide. Mm-hmm. All right. So you uh, m- make a um, a what would be a good hiding bodies check? 
No, I'm not trying to hide the body. I'm just kicking the body down to the bottom oh, floor down on the and closing the trap door. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, everyone else is still on the bottom floor. Are you guys scrambling out? Uh, so, uh, I I guess our, our Shrugar is is up on the second floor. Yeah, We're you down just on the see bottom. A, a body get tossed down, a dead yep. body, and <laughs> uh, while the three of you are down there. Oh, I thought everyone had followed me up already. No, not yet. All right. I guess uh, we're coming on up. Okay. All right. So then you move up to the floor above. The body is tossed down below. And you hear footsteps above you. Should we um, perhaps see if there's another exit in this room? Uh, I think we hide first and then check. <laughs> I could be wrong. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Ooh, wow, that made so much. Um, so Leld grabs this like uh, ram's horn he has tied around his little purple sash on his dainty little waist. Um, that's a spell casting focus and he grabs it and casts minor illusion and uh, tries to create a sound basically like at the at the door going above us. So basically us my food and just says like was not in the order. Uh, it's all clear and down here. The salad I'll, I'll be right up. We should look elsewhere. Ooh, so nice. I just ordered, like, <laughs> I got that refunded. Okay. No, okay. Um, make a deception check with advantage. No, I'm, I'm just going to wait. Oh, nice. Ooh, good uh, rolls. Okay. Right. Um, the voice answers. Very good. I'll check out here. And, uh, you hear footsteps running out of the room. Oh. He curtsies. <laughs> All right, so you're you're now on the middle floor, in between the bottom uh, and the top, where the only known exit is. What do you all do next? Oh, didn't Victoria thoroughly search this room before? Or was that the floor above? That was uh, the floor below. The, you have, I believe you've searched all of the rooms at this point. I thought okay. I did, yeah, sorry, I thought we did too. Okay, I, I remember we searched, that might have been last week when we thoroughly searched rooms, but I don't know if we searched for, like, exits besides the obvious ones. No searches for exits on this floor, just uh, for, you know, items around the room. Do we want to search for exits here? For for sake of time, we'll say uh, there's there's no hidden exits that you can discern. It's really okay. just just the the one rope ladder leading up and down. All right, looks like it's time to go up again. Yeah, if it sounds clear, um, we will. Slither on up. 
Okay. All right, so you head back up one additional floor. All right, and uh, actually we'll take you back out to the main map so we can see a little bit more easily. All right, so uh, when you emerge from the into the top floor of the shrine, you're also greeted by the rushing waterfall that uh, is near the outside of the stalactite, and you know around you there's only a couple places you can go. Back the way you came towards the slave pens, uh, you were surrounded by the pool of water below in the wet and the spider webs below you, um, and further ahead leads you uh, southwest towards the mess hall and other um, areas where you know the guards uh, typically have uh, rest and um, also another guard outpost near the south. What would you all like to do from here? Oh, and I guess I should add that you also hear the screams and shouts of demons <laughs> raging in the sky above you mm. off to the north. Uh, as a reminder, these uh, massive beasts, these rocks came flying in and uh, are, are preoccupying the majority of the guards and uh, quaggots at the moment. Well, if I'm not mistaken, to the northeast... There's not much beyond our slave pens. Uh, so I think Southwest. Um, I, I know uh, Trugar has been here for almost a 10 day. Um, would he have been like, would he have seen more of the area doing like slave labor or no? Um, is what particular parts of the area just across the board? Um, like thinking like a exit. <laughs> oh, gotcha. So keep it in mind an exit. Make an uh, intelligence check. Oh, boy. Nah. <laughs> yep. Nope. <laughs> um, you don't recall seeing any exits. I mean, you're on the, a floating you know, floor here way above the caverns. It's, uh, it's very confusing. Yeah, I, I've seen the, the mess hall and uh, the slave pen, and uh, that has been my life for the last ten days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, which way, guys? We gotta go south. Let us keep, I think, uh, southwest. Let's go quietly. All right, uh, roll stealth. Do you make stealth? Right? Yes, if you wish to be quiet and sneaky. Wow. Not bad across the board. All right, excellent. Um, so you make your way carefully and quietly. Um, are you all looking for anything in particular as you move down here? Um, uh, I would say uh, more guards, um, anything particularly shiny, and a way to GTFO. Yeah. 
Nice. All right. Great. So you enter this southern portion of the outpost, and you can see that there are a couple more stalactites around you. Uh, they look to also be a couple floors, although maybe not quite as large as the one you just came out of. The mess hall is just around the corner where you worked previously, so you, you know that area. Um, and there are a couple other rooms. Uh, depending on your vantage point, it looks like Shrugger, you can see in, in Vigorn um, that there are some beds in these rooms to the south. So they look like they might be some living, living quarters. And what's like over here as I was passing oh, oh, by? Like this. Can I see? <laughs> this, this one uh, creature. So you also happen to notice at the far reaches of your vision that there is, uh, not two, but uh, one guard here at this outpost trying to just man uh, this area while everyone else is fighting off the demons in the front. They're looking around, but they don't seem to notice you at the moment. Okay. Um, what's what's over here? Like when I was passing by, what did I see through here? Um, so over in that area, you see mostly complete darkness. But based on the the light that's kind of shining in the area and what you saw around the areas of the waterfall, you can tell that that is a wide open expanse. And it is 100 feet to the bottom of the floor, same with the area where the pool of water is below you. Uh, and um, beyond the area where you guys have been walking, it's surrounded by spider webs, but off in that area, it's just open space. All right, so you keep heading further south. It looks what like... What is that? Uh, so you look over here, and you see that there is a pulley with a wooden lift on board. And it looks like a situation where one individual would, would have to manage the, the crank while approximately four other individuals could take it and uh, get down to the, the floor below. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, way it, Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Vigorn's gonna look... Could, could he tell if there's like also a hand crank at the bottom or is that too far down? Like if he goes down, the, like if he looks down, can he see if, you know... Because we have, we also have other prisoners with us. Could we have like one of the prisoners stay up here and and, and wheel us down, and then once we're down, we can then wheel the elevator back up, or is this like a one-way thing? Like, right. you, you you know what I mean? Are there two devices, two controls? So, uh, make a perception check. Okay. All right. Okay, yeah, you are. Uh, you can tell very clearly that the engineering of this device is pretty straightforward, um, and there is only one way to control it. So whatever is at the bottom must be pulled back up through the crank at the top where you all are standing. We appear to have um, an ethical issue here. Um... 
Perhaps we can uh, persuade uh, someone to let us down. Uh, let's see. I got a better idea. Everyone get in, we get them down, and then the last person climbs down the rope. <laughs> oh. Okay. Cut the rope at the bottom so they can't <laughs> winch the thing back up and come after us. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Let's make it happen. Nice. Right. Okay. Everyone in. All right, you all. Let's take climbing. <laughs> uh, and you also have a, a crew of NPCs that are traveling with you. And. Mm-hmm. Uh, you notice um, the red-headed dwarf um, raises her hand and she says, Look, um, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and handle the crank. You guys head down here. Look, if something happens to me, I need you to promise you'll take my shield and my sword to Galtulgrim. It's the best place to get out of here. If you go there, tell them that you know me. My name is Eldrith. Feldrun, Eldith Feldrun, and they will help you get out of the Underdark. And she kind of shoves her shield and sword at you. If I get it out of here, get out of here fine. We're great. But just in case, I need you to do that for me. Alright, uh, uh, what was uh, what, what was the name of that place? Gauntelgrim. It's called Gauntelgrim. It's where Got my it. people are. Done. Alright. I'm taking notes, so... Oops. Grim with an M at the end. Alright, now now hurry, everyone. Get in there. Alright, we're jumping in. Well, I am. Alright, everybody piles into uh, the lift and uh, Eldith starts... uh, squeaking you down uh, and you all make your way to the bottom um, before you guys cut the rope you will you know give the other NPCs a chance to to come down of course okay all right so the four of you climb down um, as the uh, rope goes back up the other... NPCs. Let me just bring them over here so we can keep track of them. Uh, start to pile into the lift as well. So Eldith is manning the crank. Uh, Jim Jar, Shusar, Stool, the Fungus, and Pepito. They all pile in and they start heading down. Um, and Eldith works the crank. And as she's doing this, the guard in the post suddenly notices that something is happening. Um, These four manage to make it down to the bottom. And Eldith says, hurry, hurry, get in, get into the cart. And uh, the other four. What's that? Can we see the guard from where we are? Uh, yes, you can. About 100 feet up into the air. Can we uh, take uh, shots at him? Like uh, firebolts? 
Yes. Yeah. Uh, if yeah, you yeah. have a ranged spell, go ahead and uh, he makes his way up to the front by Eldith. Go ahead and make your attack. Right. Right. Oh, we just Amber. Right. Oh, that should be with disadvantage. Ah, okay, and your arrow flies off and bounces against the stalactite. Uh, Vigorn, with a 17, your firebolt does hit, and a burst of flame hits the shoulder of the guard. And you can roll damage. For three points of fire mm-hmm. damage. All right. And uh, as the uh, other four NPCs make it to the bottom, it is just Eldith left. And uh, Kalinar goes ahead and uses his short sword to attack Eldith. 16 will hit for seven Hold on, didn't he kill Kalinar? Uh, this is <laughs> Kalinar's twin. Kalinar, who's also fighting. I always get them confused. Yes, yes, understandable. All right, and you see the scuffle happening between Eldith and uh, Kalinar. Uh, You guys can take another shot if you are able with a ranged spell. Oh, another ranged spell, yes. Mm -hmm. Is anyone else having ranged spells besides me? Not spells, got more arrows. Mm-hmm. Okay, the eleven misses. Just flies over the head of the guard. And the eleven also misses. Yeah, it should be disadvantaged, but oh, yeah. That's right, yes. Okay. And as you unleash two more attacks at the guard. Uh, he quickly dodges and goes in for another shot against Eldith. That one misses. Uh, and she continues to be in a scuffle with the guard. Ooh, two natural ones. Wow. Um, all right, what? make one more attack. All right, to one see more. if Eldith is able to. All right, make I'm her pulling out the big the guns. Here, one second. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm gonna do. Uh, use my. Let's see. How far is that? Oh no, that's. Uh, how far away am I right now? Uh, you're a good hundred feet away. Okay, can't do that one. Uh. All right, I'll just do another. Uh, firebolt. Okay, and that does hit. Nice. 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 10 fire damage. Awesome. And uh, a huge fiery explosion takes place, uh, almost singeing Eldith, uh, but she managed to just escape and begins climbing down the rope and nice. eventually makes her way to you guys. Oh, I... I, I thought that was it for me, guys. Thank you. You you saved me. All right. Uh, 
we should get out of here. UTFO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we've only got a couple places that we can go. Um, we could go south uh, to to Gracklestew. That's that's uh, where I'm from. Um, nope, I'm from Galtelgrim. That's not where I'm from. Uh, we could go to the Dark Lake uh, up in the northwest or to Menzo Baranzin in the northeast, but I definitely don't recommend going there. That's where they wanted to send the slaves and prisoners, and pretty sure we'll get eaten by spiders in that direction. Yeah, um, Drow City is probably off the table. <laughs> Yeah, I I would recommend probably um, the Dark Lake or or, or Grackle Stew, um, and uh, the uh, a couple of the NPCs speak up and give you some information, and without going into multiple NPC voices here for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, you find out that. Um, Pepito is able to actually give you guys some guidance if you want to head to Grackle the southern way, southern way out of Velkenville. Um, he can also get there from the Dark Lake, so you could go uh, kind of around a bit and get there eventually. And he tells you guys about how there's some uh, good equipment there. Um, his people are there, uh, so he he pushes for heading in that direction. Um, a couple others push for the Dark Lake. Shusar knows how to navigate through the Dark Lake, and his uh, Kuatoa town, where the fish people live, uh, Slubludup, is uh, the town that he's from. And you can go there and acquire boats to cross the lake. But uh, and- oh, what about this Golden, golden Grim? How do we get there? Gauntelgrim, yes. Uh, we can still get to Gauntelgrim eventually, but since I actually made it out alive, um, I think we could, um, you know, maybe maybe hit that on the journey, but it's not the not the closest place to here. Yeah, I and, think Gauntelgrim is farther away. And w- what would be the first thing uh, on the way? So uh, the the closest place would be Slubludup. Uh, if we head to the Dark Lake, um, we could get there, um, get some resources. Uh, it's only about uh, eight days travel versus Gracklestew is more like 28 days. And we could still get there from the Dark Lake if we chose to go that way. Okay. Now, what do we think is the direction that the drow will think that we probably went? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's uh, pick maybe the other one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, otherwise, the Dark Lake is sounding like the place to head to first. Let me. Think. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking Dark Lake. I could use a swim. <laughs> Because I'm thinking, like, if I was a jailer and my prisoners escaped, they'd probably head towards the first place where they could, like, gear up and hidey out, uh, which is usually civilization, but not always. (laughs) 
Yes. So, um, you know, there are a number of civilizations along the way, but the Dark Lake does pose a an obstacle. But the the city Slubludup is on the edge of the Dark Lake. Um, so, you know, potentially they might suspect that you would head in that direction, given that it's one of the more closer places. But uh, it would give you the opportunity to, once you arrive, you know, potentially go in other directions. You get the sense that the drow um, are invested in you, and you hear from the other NPCs that they're interested in pursuing you uh, and finding you no matter which way you go, and they will use, you know, everything that they can to track you. So the the key to avoiding them is probably to, to get as much space between you and them as possible. Gotcha. As quickly as possible. Yeah. Okay. I vote for uh, yeah, sounding better because it's like it seems like a like a hub. So uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, my vote's dark lake. Seems like we might have protection there with the fish people too. Okay. Let's say Leld and uh, Victoria. I'm in. Victoria of the holy mute button. <laughs> All right. The Victoria silences Golden and she quietly nods her head and agrees. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as you um, head towards the northern entrance to the Dark Lake, you hear a skittering sound um, and a scream and a spider suddenly crawls out ahead of you um, and a rock swoops in to attack it and it kind of crash lands um, onto the, the side of the floor and you could tell that it is injured and it looks like it was probably um, harmed in the battle with the other drow up in the outpost uh, but both creatures turn and look towards your party and sensing uh your desire to escape Russian for the attack. And we'll need to run a roll initiative once again. No, oh, damn it. They should fight each other. Shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fight. He crashed into you. They had nothing yeah. to do with us. <laughs> Leave us alone. Right. Take. Eight. Well, if I got to roll a one, I mean, that's probably the place <laughs> to do it. <laughs> yep, get it out here. I actually got a nine. I don't know if you want to change. Nine, okay. For whatever reason, my initiative isn't working when I roll it. Oh, okay. Beyond 20. Okay. Leld, you're the first up. You see this massive um, creature, well, technically large creature up ahead of you, bleeding uh, and uh, just kind of screeching in your direction, as well as this slithering giant spider. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I really have so few things to do. Um, Leld will again uh, insult the creature. Leld will look at the the damaged beast and just say, "You're really not as scary as I as I thought." And I think vicious mockery works because it says they don't have to understand me if they fail. <laughs> Okay. Let me see here. If the target can hear you, though it need not understand you, yep, it needs to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. Can I do a damage? Uh, this rock is surprisingly kind of wise. Very wise. Uh, incredibly wise and... Or I have really bad uh, insults. It, it right. It it sees that you know you're you're trying to do something here, but uh, it's not impressed. Yeah, unless that rock is like near death, that thing is terrifying right now. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to know I'm holding in my pee, <laughs> and then uh, I'll just move a little bit. Okay. All right, very good. And uh, the rock uh, chuckles to itself, and it has a fly speed, and it's going to swoop up in the air and land behind you all. And get nice and cozy. No, thank you. And Lelf, it's going to attack you. Oh, that's... Alright, it's going to do a... Sorry, technical difficulties. Um, a beak attack and bite down on your tiny little clavicle. <laughs> Luckily, that misses. Alright. It uh, bounces against your armor and, and doesn't quite hit the fleshy part. Uh, and it's going to take an attack at Shrugger. A talent attack. And it reaches its claws, claws towards you for uh, 14. Ooh, oh, that will just get through the armor. Okay. And it uh, doesn't attack quite as powerfully as it would normally, but it's feeling weak and hits you for seven points of damage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Massive attack for the weak level one characters. Uh, <laughs> and the rack is just going to scream and that is its turn. Victoria, you see a huge but injured demon uh, near you and a giant spider ahead of you. <sighs> she sighs and she will try to run around and then she will pull out her other short sword and she'll try to stab it once uh, with a short sword that is very shiny and has uh, a, a rabbit uh, frolicking on the blade. Huh. Ooh, oh my goodness, yes. That will certainly hit for 27. And 12 
uh, piercing damage, magical and piercing damage. And with uh, an impressive thrust, you could swear the the rabbit is uh, leaping in the air as the sword connects into the demon. And it is down for the count. Okay. Uh... Okay. Um... Hmm. She will move behind uh, <laughs> Vagorn, <laughs> and that is the end of her turn. Okay. Vagorn, you're up. I think you called my name wrong yet again. Not <laughs> happy about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, right. I will spend uh, one charge of my moon ring thing and do shooting stars. So um, that thing has to make uh, a dex save of 15. All right. Oh, he failed. So it takes a 16 fire damage. Whoa, okay. Man, and uh, the spider looks just crispy uh, on the outside. Uh, But still still moving. You know what? I may need to move in close. That is... Right, 60 feet. Am I within 60 feet of of it? I think so. Yeah, you're 40. Okay, yep, yep. All right, I will step. Be, I will step behind. <laughs> and you quickly hide behind Victoria, who was previously hiding behind you. And that's my turn. Okay. All right. The uh, giant spider, uh, not happy about the crispy smell coming off of it, uh, looks at the the group of you. Uh, and it is going to use a web attack um, on Vigorn um, because it knows that you're hiding back there. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. Mm. Yeah, that hits. Ooh, a 20 to hit. Excellent. So as an action... All right, so you are restrained right now by a burst of webbing that has uh, captured you. And yes, as it says, as an action, you can make a strength check to escape from the webbing. Oh, good. (laughs) Okay. Cool. All right, and I think that is it for the... Spider. It's feeling very, very lonely right now. Sugar, your turn. Oh, do we have you, Sugar? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm just measuring. <laughs> well, go, go, bugbear. Uh, run up. 
instead. Nice. 17 will hit. <clears throat> and uh, it hits for four piercing damage and hits a, a fleshy part of one of its legs and it's limping on one of its legs at the moment. Uh, looking pretty hurt, but still holding on. Jarn. Okie dokie then. Alright, is that it for you? Alright, well. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Oh, this is gonna say, uh... Uh, we, we've got this, I think we're all doing great here. Cast <laughs> uh, healing word. Um, on sugar. Nice, six points of healing. Phenomenal at level one. Right? Nice. <laughs> and then looks down at the dead V-Rock at his feet and just like kind of like uh shivers <laughs> and disgust a little bit and that's it <laughs> okay and victoria all right so seeing uh uh vigorn walk behind her she'll give him a dirty look walk over to the rock um just a real quick like sensory perception check does she smell any food from this rock on the rock uh, uh let's see T uh, make an investigation or a perception check <clears throat> uh let's see so uh with an eight you sniff around uh, but you have a hard time seeing anything else on it. It looks like it's just uh, got little bits of flesh on it, but nothing substantial. Uh, that's too bad. I was hoping to smell what the rock is cooking. Just for the joke. Amazing. Moving up over here. Gonna try to stab this spider. <laughs> nope. Uh, or maybe. Ooh. Uh, no, unfortunately. Okay. Um, let's see. Was the, the sniff test a bonus action or anything, or can I try to stab uh, with the other uh, short sword? We'll say it was a passive bonus sniff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Nope. That's a no. <laughs> okay. More double ones. Awesome. You you stab between the, the legs, but just hit open air. Karma for that more. joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> All right. Gonna do. Uh, if it's my turn, I'll do uh, shooting stars again. Spend one. Needs to make a dex save of fifteen. Okay. Fail. Uh, gets um fourteen points of damage. 
Dang. Okay. And uh, fire damage. Fire damage. Okay, gotcha. And with uh, it's it's already smelling burnt and crispy, but with that additional bit of fire damage, uh, the spider curls up and is dead to the world. Right, and you all now have a clear path ahead to get out of the cavern. You still hear the the chaos and rabble, you know, above you in the outpost, and you begin to hear shouts. Um, that sounds like people are beginning to notice you down there. And mm. you all, <laughs> I assume, quickly rush. Yes. Rush and move further away from the stalactites. Let's hug the walls, mm. people. <laughs> and you watch as a couple arrows fly in your direction as you're rushing out, uh, but they manage to miss you as you head up the northwestern path towards the Dark Lake. And that's where we will wrap up for today. Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbol Bird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. Music was edited by me. See you all next week. At RICO, we make TMI work for the healthcare industry. From automated patient registration to 3D surgical modeling to the doctor will see you now, there's no such thing as too much information. Our experts unlock the power of your trapped information so you can spend more time focused on what matters most, your patients. We love TMI. RICO, imagine change.